You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 45. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey everyone, this is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the third S in what's going on in your health and weight loss. Now, if you missed the last two episodes, you might want to go back because those are the first two S's, one being stress and one being sleep. And those two things are key players in weight loss and your health. So if you miss those episodes, I definitely recommend take a moment, pause here, go back, listen to those, and then come back. This is the third S or the third player, I would say, in weight loss and your overall health. And people highly overlook this one, especially if you're young or you don't have high blood pressure. Does that help you figure it out? It is sodium. Sodium is an interesting player in weight. If you're one of those people who's super sensitive to sodium, then you might go out to dinner and come home and already not be able to get your rings off because you're retaining so much water. Now, some people are super sensitive, some people are not, but I will tell you that just going out to eat on the weekend can completely change your weight if you're one of those people who weighs in on a Monday and you might get super depressed because you think, I did so good all week. I worked out. I ate healthy. I just went out a couple times, but I really, I had a salad, but my weight is up three pounds. Honestly, that could be water weight from sodium alone. So don't get super depressed because that water weight actually does come off. However, I do want you to start thinking about how much sodium you're taking in, and I'll tell you how much you should and what's appropriate, Um, and I'll even tell you some of the places that you might want to avoid to eat at, and I bet you are eating at some of these places. So at the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you how much sodium is in some of the things you're eating, and you might be amazed. It is eye-opening when you start looking at the sodium in different foods and even in drinks. So sodium, just so you know, I want to tell you a little bit about why we do need it because I always think that educating my clients about what this is doing in your body is always going to help you make a better choice. So sodium is something we need in order to function properly. Sodium actually helps you maintain the correct balance of fluids in your body. It helps transmit nerve impulses and it influences the contraction and relaxation of muscles. So all things that are going on in our body that we absolutely need, which means obviously we do need some amount of sodium. Now, some people, as I was just saying, have more trouble than others getting rid of sodium, and that leads to the accumulation of sodium in your blood. Now, 
sodium, if you might remember from back in the school day, attracts water. So if your sodium is increasing in your blood, then your blood volume increases, and this makes the heart have to work even harder to move the blood through the vessels, and that increases pressure in your arteries, and that can lead to high blood pressure, and eventually could lead to heart disease, stroke, kidney disease, and congestive heart failure. So again, some people think, oh, I'm young, I don't have to worry about blood pressure or sodium levels. Uh, some people think if they don't have high blood pressure, then do they really need to watch their sodium levels? You do, because all of these things can lead to heart problems, high blood pressure later. So it is something that even if you don't have a problem with it now, you do wanna keep it under a certain amount per day. Now, the American Heart Association talks about high blood pressure as the silent killer. So very interesting because the symptoms are not always obvious with high blood pressure. So it's one of the major risk factors for heart disease. It's the number one killer worldwide. It's the leading risk factor of women's deaths in the United States and the second leading risk factor for death of men. One third of American adults have high blood pressure and 90% of American adults are expected to develop high blood pressure over their lifetimes. 90%, that's nuts. More than 40% of non-Hispanic black adults have high blood pressure and not only is high blood pressure more prevalent in blacks than whites, but it also develops earlier in life. So even if you don't have high blood pressure, eating less sodium can help lower the rise in blood pressure that occurs with age, and it can reduce your risk of heart attack, heart failure, stroke, kidney disease, osteoporosis, stomach cancer, and even headaches. So that's an interesting one for some of you who have constant headaches. You might want to start tracking your sodium levels and see if there's any relation to a high sodium day and perhaps the next day getting a headache. The extra water in your body can also lead to bloating and weight gain. So that's obviously my specialty. I help people lose weight. And so we do watch sodium very closely in my programs. I have all my clients tracking their sodium so that we have a sense of how much they're actually taking in. The American Heart Association recommends no more than 2,300 milligrams of sodium a day. And if you're over 55 years old, it's even less than that. If you're over 55, you do not want to take in more than 1,500 milligrams per day. Now, that might sound like a lot of milligrams. However, when I start to tell you how many milligrams of sodium are in some of the foods you're eating at some of these common restaurant stops, I think you're going to realize fast how much sodium is in food. It's crazy. Now, more than 75% of the sodium that Americans eat comes from processed pre-packaged and restaurant foods, not actually from the salt shaker. So I'm not talking about, oh, just don't salt your food. I'm telling you that all the foods you're eating are already salted to the max. So it's kind of funny because a lot of people really think, well, I don't add salt to my food, so I don't have to worry about salt. 
The amount of salt in certain foods is off the charts. So we definitely want to keep track of how much sodium you're eating, or at least start to recognize which foods are really high in sodium. Now, how can you find out how much sodium is in something you're eating? Anything you're eating that has a label will have sodium listed on it. So that nutrition facts label will always have to say how much sodium, and you want to know per milligram, is in that item. If you see things on the package that say sodium, salt, or soda, that obviously means that there's some salt and uh, sodium in that package as well. And when you're looking at the nutrition facts, a really important detail is that you also want to see how many serving sizes are you eating. So it's very deceiving. These labels do it on purpose because they want to seem like they're low in sodium or low in calories. So perhaps a cup of soup will say that it has 500 milligrams per serving. So you look at the can and you're like, okay, it only has 500 milligrams, which is actually a lot. But then you don't even realize that in the can, there are six servings. So you have to multiply six times your 500 milligrams. So that can actually be a lot. So don't be fooled. Always make sure and whenever you're checking a label, how many servings is in the jar, the can, whatever it is that you're actually eating. Now, in general, you want to avoid products that have more than 200 milligrams of sodium per serving. Wow, we just knocked out about everything you can eat. So 200 milligrams is not that much, but it's a really nice baseline for you to start looking at. So when you pick up a package, I want you to see what the sodium is. And if it's over 200 per serving, you know that it's already on the high end for that particular item. All right. You want to talk about things that have high sodium. Pretty much when I see any of these next foods on my client's food log, because I check client food logs every day, and when I see these things, I'll know they're going to be over their 2,300 milligrams a day because some of these items are always high, and usually they don't know it yet. And that's when I turn on the green light and let them know, did you know how much sodium was in that? And then they're like, I had no idea. It's eye-opening. All right, one of the first things that has a ton of sodium that most people don't realize, cottage cheese. If I see cottage cheese on a client's food log, almost always they're over 2,300 for the day. Now, I'm not saying cottage cheese isn't healthy. It is a great snack, but if you're going to eat it, you have to limit sodium like crazy in everything else that you eat. Another thing that has crazy high sodium any kind of pasta sauce. So you want to be careful when you're throwing that sauce all over your spaghetti. Just know that sodium is going to be very high. Obvious one, soy sauce, usually loaded in sodium pretty much always. You can get the low sodium version. It is still going to be high in sodium. Pretty much anything that is canned is going to have high sodium. So all the canned beans out there, super high in sodium. Deli meat, off the charts. So pretty much every deli meat out there, very high in sodium. I use the uh, organic Applegate 
still high in sodium, but it tends to be less than some of the other brands. So you have to limit the amount of deli meat you're eating because your sodium will get too high. Cheese in general has high sodium. Soup. Never, ever order soup at a restaurant. That is one of those things I think I can say I would never order. Sometimes I have to say, well, once in a while, but I honestly, because I don't like to bloat up in water retention. And if you order soup or if you even get a can of soup, sodium off the charts. So pretty much soup for me is out unless I make it myself. Okay, now let's talk about three places that the majority of people frequent when they go out to eat, when they're usually grabbing something on the quick side. Now, I do want to preface this by saying even your nicest restaurant that isn't a quick place, you're not going in and out, is still going to have high sodium. It's unfortunate, but they add sodium for flavor. I personally think these places could put in half the sodium and it would still taste great. And once you start limiting your sodium, let me just tell you, everything starts to taste too salty. And that's a good thing in my opinion because you really get a sense of how much salt is in things when you go out. Okay, let's talk about Subway. So many people go there. It's not the worst thing in the world if you have to grab a sandwich. However, when I see my clients go to Subway, I know almost always their sodium will be over the allotted amount because Subway sandwiches are so high in sodium. So let's talk about a couple that are crazy high. Meatball marinara sandwich. How much sodium do you think is in that one? 1,000 milligrams. So again, if 2,300 is your max, or 1,500 is your max, if you're 55 or over, then you're already halfway through, almost halfway through your day with sodium, and you just had one sandwich. So crazy amounts of sodium. What's another one? Oh, this one, the spicy Italian sandwich. 1,480 milligrams of sodium. Okay, so those are probably on the, the higher. Maybe you're, you're a healthy eater. You wouldn't pick those. So if I, I don't go to Subway anymore because I only eat organic meat and I just can't, I can't do Subway anymore. But if you did, I always recommend you get the turkey on a whole wheat bun. So the turkey breast sandwich has 760 milligrams of sodium. So still super high, just again, giving you a sense of things you need to look at. The Subway Club Sandwich, 840 milligrams of sodium. And what did I say was the amount you should look for? 200, if something is over 200 milligrams, it has too much sodium. So all of these are like double, triple, quadruple that amount. So. Not only if you're trying to lose weight, should you be watching your calories? You need to be watching your sodium. Okay, let's move on. Perhaps Subway is not your thing, but Chipotle is your thing, right? I used to love Chipotle, but I don't really eat there anymore. Um, okay, just the flour tortilla at Chipotle. Are you ready for this? Just the tortilla has 690 milligrams of sodium. Oh my goodness, that's nuts to me. 
Okay, if you're gonna put some meat in that tortilla, what is the best meat you could choose for sodium? Well, I can tell you it is not the chorizo, which has 810 milligrams of sodium per serving. And that's assuming these people are even giving you a, a serving. You don't really know when they throw that amount on if it's more or less. It's usually more than a standard serving. Now, the best thing you can get for sodium purposes is the chicken, 310 milligrams of sodium. The steak has 330, so that's not too bad either. I know a lot of people get the sofritas, 555 milligrams of sodium, so not actually the best option in terms of that. How about the filling you're putting in it? Are you putting in white rice or brown rice? Well, I always tell my clients we do not do white. And here's a great reason. The white rice at Chipotle has 345 milligrams of sodium and the brown rice has 195. So that's a significant difference and a reason you should pick the brown rice right there. Black beans, 260 milligrams. Again, beans are always gonna be on the high end. That's actually not terrible. The pinto beans have 300 milligrams and the fajita vegetables are probably one of the best things you could put inside 170 milligrams, not too bad. That's like the first thing that's under the 200 that I told you you should be looking for. Now, the worst thing that you can add to your burrito, your salad, your bowl, whatever it is at Chipotle you're getting, it's the salsa that is also always high in sodium. So just like pasta sauce, salsa is very high. The highest one at Chipotle is the fresh tomato salsa, probably the one people get the most, 550 milligrams of sodium. The best one you can get if you wanna get salsa at Chipotle, the tomatilla green chili salsa has 255. So that's half the amount of sodium in the fresh tomatoes. So another thing you wanna keep in mind, okay, here's the biggest eye opener. This one gets me all the time. It's not just at Chipotle. It's at so many places that you are grabbing a salad. Whenever I see a client's food log and I can see it's a salad that they picked up at a market, went out, Chipotle, whatever it means, I know sodium's gonna be high. The vinaigrette dressing at Chipotle has 850 milligrams of sodium. Man, get that dressing on the side and put your own dressing on. That is crazy. Now, of course, chips, that's not really a health food item. So, of course, it's going to have a lot of sodium, but sometimes you like to splurge. But perhaps you'd like to know that the chips with that fresh tomato salsa has 970 milligrams of sodium. The chips alone have 420. So if you wonder why you can't get your rings off after you go to Chipotle, it is because the sodium is simply off the charts. Okay, the last place that a lot of you go to, I have gone to this place once in my life. I did not care for it at all. I can honestly tell you I never, ever go there. My child does not as well, but many of you do. I'm not putting you down. It's just something I don't like. Chick-fil-A. So let's talk about Chick-fil-A because everybody tells me, well, it's like the healthiest fast food that you can get. And maybe in some respects it is, but I'm really not sure I would call it healthy. Now I'm trying to look up some of their healthier items maybe that people are getting. I think I hear people get the 
grilled chicken wrap. I mean, that sounds healthy, right? That actually has 960 milligrams of sodium. So if 200 is about what you want in a serving, this has 960. That's a ton. Now, how about the Chick-fil-A nuggets that your kiddo's eating? Just so you know, 980 milligrams of sodium. You don't want your child to have that much sodium either, so you have to think about it. Chick-fil-A, you think it's on the healthy side, but the sodium is off the charts. Now, how about those salads? You all go there and you say, but I got a salad because I knew that was my healthiest option. The grilled market salad still has 650 milligrams of sodium in it, quite a bit. The spicy Southwest sodium, uh, spicy Southwest salad has 970 milligrams of sodium. Okay, so do you understand what I'm trying to say here? That is a ton of sodium, everyone. That's like more than half of your day's worth potentially. And again, if you're 55 or older and you're only supposed to have 1,500 milligrams a day, you can't even eat at any of these places. So it is something you need to be very cautious of. And a great thing to do is to just start looking at what you're eating. So anything with a label on it, just for an eye-opener. You don't have to track it in a food log. You don't have to put it and lose it if you're not on one of my programs. Just start looking and see how many things are you eating that are actually 200 milligrams or under in a serving. That will be an eye-opener in itself. So hopefully you enjoyed today's podcast. I always request, please give me a rating or review on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, search Earn That Body Podcast. Right there, you can give me a rating and review. It always helps me, so it rises me to the top and helps more people find the Earn That Body Podcast because it is my goal to really pay health forward. What do I mean by that? I give all of this information to you guys every week for free because I really and truly want to help people get healthy and fit And I want them to do it in a healthy way without doing detoxes, paying for supplements, paying for shakes, you know, doing all these crazy things. You can get healthy with the right education. And that is truly my goal with the Earn That Body podcast. I want to educate as many people as I can to get fit and healthy. Have a super fantastic week. I hope it's a happy one. I hope it's an active one. And I hope it's a healthy one. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.